0: This a continuation of the conversation we have been having about the work we need to do towards making our marriages thrive. We have summed this conversation as the five F's. Five important conversations and action steps to take towards making our marriages progressively enjoyable. We have talked about faith as the very foundation on which marriage stands, as our first F then we dived into our second F which was family, both the families we come from and the families as a couple we aspire to make. Please refer to the previous articles if you haven't been following the conversation. Today we move on to our next F, which is the fun factor in marriage. I do understand that, for some of us, mentioning the word fun in marriage sounds so simplistic and perhaps even naive. Some of us go even as far as asserting that, fun and marriage can't be in the same sentence. I can hear you screaming, trust me, when you have work, targets to meet and a career to pursue fun becomes an alien word in your vocabulary and stops at being a desire. Add to that children to raise, in-laws to deal with, a husband to please, having fun can be like a childhood friend that you haven't seen in a long time. When we talk about fun in marriage, what do we mean? This is a set of activities and hobbies that we discuss and agree on as a couple, which we then intentionally and consistently schedule and act on. This we do with a purpose to maintain the bond and spark in our marriages. We recognize that, just like any friendship, marriage takes work to maintain it as a sacred and joyous union. A marriage left on its own eventually deteriorates, and if ignored, it dies a slow death. If you are my ardent follower on my blog and our social media platforms, you have heard me share my experience of how my marriage nearly went down the drain because of unintended neglect. I was at a point in my career where my work was so demanding and stressful that it affected everything and everyone around me. I would leave very early in the morning, late as 6 a.m., work up to 5 p.m., head home briefly, and then head back to work until 11 p.m. Most times I would arrive back home towards midnight, sleep and continue the routine day in day out. Much as I wasn't mandated to work on weekends, being the administration manager in a fast-paced media company meant working for 18 hours on most days. Add on to the fact that I was still growing in my people management skills, you are left with a tired worker. Stress wife, an absent mother, and a depressed human being. This lifestyle was so stressful to my marriage and children that mentioning the word "fun" then would have been an insult. My husband and I had no time for each other. the intimacy had died down and our friendship was hugely bruised. I made so many mistakes in my marriage and personal life, some of which I'm still trying to recover from. Maybe as I write this, you find yourself in the same place that I was years ago. Maybe you are convinced that your marriage has reached the point of no return. Maybe you have resigned to the fact that you will never be happy in your marriage because of the unbearable circumstances that you are going through. And hearing me talk about fun in marriage you can only afford a virtual sneer and wonder if I know the pain you are going through. Well, if that's you, indeed, I don't know what you are dealing with in your marriage and your personal life. At the same time I know that no matter what issue you are dealing with, there are seemingly small things that you can still do that can make a great difference. If your marriage is in too bad of a place to consider any fun activity, then begin the journey alone. Work on yourself first. Take the long walk, go for a movie, and give yourself a treat. Even if you have a very busy daily or weekly schedule, figure out how to delegate some of the work. If you are too busy at home, find someone who can stand in for you and redeem some time to spend on yourself. Move out of the house and take a long walk, call a friend and have a long conversation. Don't resign to your circumstances just because the pressures are too many. If you are in a good place where you can discuss the activities with your spouse, then have the conversation, don't leave it for a tomorrow which hasn't been coming. Discuss how you can create time for each other and what to do during that time. Set up the activities and schedule them, keep trying until they become habits. On our end, we like to call them rhythms. Why rhythms? It's to capture the idea of frequency and consistency. My husband loves the outdoors and long walks. This is not exactly my most enjoyable activity, but I tag along and most times when the walk is done, I end up having enjoyed it. My fun activities tend to gravitate towards social events, people, food, dancing, networking, and so forth. He's had to play for the team in turn because he knows those are the things that bring me a little excitement and make it easy for us to connect. At the same time, there are those activities we have as shared interests, movie nights and long late-night talks. One sure thing about life is that we can never schedule the bad moments of life. They happen without our permission, we are powerless over them. On the other hand, we have the power and the means to schedule good moments, we only need to do it. As a couple, for example, we have decided that we will celebrate anniversaries, birthdays, and any other special events in the family. Not because we are a rich couple and have a lot of money to throw around, but because we recognize the value in celebrating the good times together both as a family and as a couple. All these fun moments fund the flame of friendship, togetherness, and joy in marriage. They then serve as a sustaining force of the life and the bond in the marriage. To conclude, if your marriage is in a bad place, don't give up. Work on rekindling your joy first. Begin with the small things and small steps, like a daily time to reflect and point out the good things that have happened in the day, then go on and be thankful for them. Constantly look for the small victories and celebrate them. This good energy and attitude will rub your your spouse positively. If you have a good level of friendship as a couple, then establish and fight to keep the space for the fun activities in marriage. Protect and prioritize those moments as sacred to both of you. Remember, each couple has unique things they can do together, what works for one couple might not necessarily work for another. Be creative and open-minded until you both find out what works for you. I pray that God may breathe on our marriages a fresh fire of His Spirit that will bring healing, restoration, and joy. Until next time, may God's goodness and love be with you all.